Attention, all troops. He's alive. Alive. Welcome to the Rapunzel. In New Jersey, we refer to the beach area of our state as the shore. And in the summer, you often went down the shore. My family did do that on weekends. Very rarely did we stay overnight. On one really good occasion, we rented a home. And while I won't say that our antics were anything like what happened in the 1985 comedy Summer Rental, I think renting a place and staying there with your family does invite certain antics. And I don't know why, but my family suddenly became very outgoing, whereas we were usually quite insulated amongst ourselves. Suddenly we're inviting people back to our home. There's all sorts of weird people showing up at all sorts of times. And because of this, I was freaked out most of the time, but also my family had great stories just of all the weird characters we met. I don't live my vacations like that. I want a relaxing vacation, sort of like the main character wants in Summer Rental. But as it often turns out, sometimes it's the weirdness, the oddness of a vacation that you come to remember. So on today's show, I'd like to talk to you about the 1985 film Summer Rental. We'll talk about the people in front of and behind the camera. We'll talk a little bit about the plot, its reception, and we'll throw in a few surprises here and there. We have an info-packed episode ahead of us, so without further ado, let's start the show. Summer Rental is a 1985 comedy directed by Carl Reiner. It starred John Candy and was written by Mark Reisman and Jeremy Stevens. Jeremy Stevens was born in 1938 in Brooklyn, New York. He's probably best known for his work on the TV shows Electric Company and Everybody Loves Raymond, you know, because those go so well together. He also worked on Coach and the classic TV show Dear John. I should really cover that gem sometime. Mark Reisman, fairly prolific TV writer, probably best known for his work on Frasier, Dear John, Wings, and of course, Saturday Night Live, where he was a writer along with Jeremy Stevens. The film was directed by the great Carl Reiner. Reiner was born in 1922. He's 93 years old now, born in the Bronx. He's a legendary comedian, director, actor, writer, producer, well known for his partnership with another comedy legend, Mel Brooks, and for his starring role on shows like 
your show of shows, and as Alan Brady on the Dick Van Dyke Show. The movie was filmed near St. Petersburg, Florida, and if you're familiar with that area, which I am not, you can see locations that you probably could still recognize. So sadly, Citrus Cove, the name of the town in the film, is fictional, does not exist. The movie was shot in 1985. It started in March and wrapped up in April. Pretty quick shoot. And the film was released in August. So very rapid schedule. And one of the first to have such a rapid turnaround. But it would be followed by another film that had a rapid turnaround and a pretty big hit. Commando, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, which would be released in October of the same year. After a couple of months of shooting and editing as well. The movie is about an air traffic controller named Jack Chester who's fried and he is forced to take four weeks off or be fired after almost causing a mid-air collision. So he and his family leave the comforts of their suburban life and go down to the comforts of Citrus Cove, Florida where they encounter all sorts of characters including a local who is a big jerk and as it turns out this jerk, Al Pellet, would eventually become their landlord. And in a weird twist, Jack challenges Al to a boat race. Al is this awesome sailor. Jack has to learn to sail, bond with his family, and become a hero to everyone. Will he win in the end? You'll have to watch the movie to find out. After these messages, we'll be right back. Jump to it! The water's fine, and it's smurfing time on the Smurf Breaker Tube. It's fun, the KTEL Smurf Breaker Tube. Just blow it up and Smurf Breaker Tube is ready to go. Ride the rapids, surf the swell, or just paddle around the pool. Smurf Breaker Tubes are strong and safe. Treat your kids to some fun and adventure. It's the only way to smurf. Oops, I mean surf on the Smurf Breaker Tube. Just $13.95 from your nearest KTEL retailer. Have you bought your season's tickets yet for the Toronto Argonauts? No? Well, you should. You know, I just, I got mine earlier, but this place over here, I just bought some tickets over here, season's tickets. It should be fabulous. Very inexpensive, too. A man out front sold them to me for a, a few million lira for one seat. He said it's a very good seat. I haven't seen it yet, but, but they're very nice here. He took my watch and is going to go get it repaired right now. Should be back any time now. And now, back to the show. Now a little bit about the cast of this great film. John Candy played Jack Chester. John Franklin Candy was born in 1950. He passed away in March of 94. He was a Canadian actor and comedian. Got a start on Second City, which is a famed comedy troupe and would become a regular on the Second City television series before going on to movies like Stripes, Splash, the Great Outdoors, and of course, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Candy passed away in 94 at the tender age of 43 while filming the Western parody Wagons East. Candy had three films released in 1985, which well, I guess we could call the Summer of Candy. You had Summer Rental, Volunteers, and Brewster's Million. All three great movies. Playing his wife Sandy Chester, you had Karen Austin, Born in 1955, she's probably best known for her very short run as the court clerk on Night Court during its first season. She would play the role for 10 episodes, then go away. Eventually, they would fill the role with Mac Robinson, who was played by Charles Robinson. 
Joey Lawrence, famed child actor, played Bobby Chester, born in 1976. Joseph Lawrence Mignona Jr., probably best known to most of the world for his work in Gimme a Break and as, of course, Joey Russo in Blossom. He was also in the TV series Brotherly Love and, of course, Melissa and Joey to more modern audiences. Carrie Green played Jennifer Chester. Green was born in Fort Lee, New Jersey. If you listened to the Desperately Seeking Susan podcast recently, you'll know that I mentioned that town in that episode. And she grew up in Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey. And when she was young, she appeared in a bunch of movies. Probably best known, though, when she appeared in the 1985 film The Goonies. Carrie would voice the younger sister in the film, who was played by Aubrey Jean. So she would do the voice of the little girl and her. Just kind of a fun little fact. And you'll notice that the voice of the little girl is a little odd in the film. It almost sounds a bit cartoony. Always wondered about that. The great Rip Torn played Richard Scully. Elmore Rip Torn Jr., born in 1931. He's a pretty well-known actor. Appeared in a bunch of movies, probably best known to modern audiences for his TV work. He appeared for many seasons on The Larry Sanders Show and most recently on the TV show 30 Rock. Richard Crenna played Al Pellet. Crenna passed away in 2003. He was born in 1926. He was an actor on radio, television, movies. I say radio because he got his start as Walter Denton in the CBS radio network and CBS network television series Our Miss Brooks. He also appeared as Colonel Troutman in three Rambo movies, where a lot of people know him from. John Larroquette played Don Moore. John Larroquette was born in 1947, another person who was on Night Court, although he had a much longer run. While John Larroquette would appear in TV and movies, I still think he's best known for his work on Night Court. I don't know if that's arguable. Richard Hurd played Angus McLaughlin. Richard Hurd was born in 1932. Pretty great character actor. Appeared in a lot of great TV shows. One of my favorite roles of his was as Mr. Wilhelm on Seinfeld for a couple of seasons. He also played Captain Dennis Sheridan on T.J. Hooker from 1982 to 1985. Now, if you're a fan of John Candy and you're wondering what movies of his are the best, here's Metagirl with the top five John Candy movies of all time. Five, four, three, two, one. Greetings, retro fans! This is Metagirl, bringing you the top five movies featuring the late, great Canadian comic actor John Candy. At number five is the 1993 cult classic, Cool Runnings. John Candy plays Irv Blitzer, a dishonored coach given a chance for redemption when enlisted by a Jamaican sprinter to lead the first Jamaican bobsled team. This was one of Candy's final roles. According to Raul Lewis, who portrayed Junior Bevel in the film, the executives at Disney wanted Kurt Russell for the role of Coach Blitzer. However, John Candy personally insisted on playing the coach and agreed to take a pay cut to do the movie. Number four is the subject of this week's podcast, Summer Rental. John Candy portrayed Jack Chester, a frazzled air traffic controller who takes his family on vacation to the beach. This was Candy's first leading role in a solely American production. I'll let the retroist fill you in on the rest. Number three is The Great Outdoors, released in 1988. Candy plays Chicagoan Chet Ripley, who takes his family on a summer vacation to a lake resort in Wisconsin. All is going as planned until his in-laws crash the holiday, including his obnoxious brother-in-law, played by Dan Aykroyd. 
Candy flexes his comedic muscles and his jaw during the steak-eating contest where his character wolfs down a 96-ounce slab of rare meat, a sight to behold. At number two is the 1989 comedy Uncle Buck. John Candy portrays Uncle Buck Russell, a role for which Danny DeVito was originally considered. Uncle Buck is an all-around slob who is charged with babysitting his brother's rebellious teenage daughter and her cute younger sister and brother, played by Macaulay Culkin. Despite his seeming ineptitude, Uncle Buck entertains the younger children who come to love him and earns the respect of the teen when he rescues her from her worthless boyfriend. And the number one movie featuring John Candy is... Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. In this 1987 road movie masterpiece, John Candy plays Del Griffith, an eternally optimistic, gregarious, and clumsy shower curtain ring salesman. He and Neil Page, a marketing executive played by Steve Martin, share a three-day odyssey of misadventures trying to get Neil home to Chicago from New York City in time for Thanksgiving dinner with the family. Audiences and critics alike loved the film, and particularly John Candy's poignant performance, which was considered to be one of his very best. Those aren't pillows! And there you have it, the Retroist's top five movies featuring John Candy. Until next time, Liz fans, this has been Metagirl. Thanks, Metagirl. The movie has a fun soundtrack filled with island sounds, including the Jimmy Buffett song Turning Around, which plays during the closing credits. It is also used during the montage scene when the Chesters are fixing up the restaurant boat that they will use to win the big regatta. The film also has lots of other great music in it, including music by Kenny Loggins, Harold Faltemeyer, Paul Williams, and Johnny Mercer. The soundtrack score was done by Alan Silvestri and would get a limited edition release in 2014. And this, of course, includes just the score, not the popular music that you hear in the film. Alan Anthony Silvestri was born in 1950, and he's a prolific composer and conductor known for his work with Robert Zemeckis on films like Back to the Future and Forrest Gump. More recently, he worked on some small independent films for Marvel, like The Avengers and Captain America. Sylvester was born in New York City, but he grew up in Teaneck, New Jersey, and in fact, he attended Teaneck High School. Look, Jack, you've been landing planes for 13 years. Face it, you're burned out. You need this rest. So Jack Chester's taking that lead. Renting a beach house. 415, this is it. And getting the family ready for the best month of their lives. Oh, 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 oh. Can the milk, please? Yeah. Thank you. Quiet and secluded. Come on, get out of here. With outstanding facilities. Sit down, we work. All right, all right. Perfectly situated. In a friendly neighborhood. What do you think of these? Similar? I just got them. Who had them before you? <laughs> John Candy's gonna discover what a month in paradise what? Open the door. is all about. Summer rental.
The movie was released in August of 1985, just as summer was coming to a close, and it was released with a PG-13 rating, but it would get some cuts and get reclassified as a PG film. The film would eventually go on to make $24.6 million, but it had some stiff competition, but did pretty well. The week it came out, Back to the Future was also released. So that was the number one movie, but it was the number two movie, which is amazing. And the number three movie was Pee-wee's Big Adventure, followed by films like European Vacation, Fright Night, Weird Science, Real Genius, Cocoon, The Black Cauldron, and a reissue of E.T. the Extraterrestrial. 85 was such a great year for movies. The film would really peak the first week that it was released and would slide pretty quickly. Didn't get amazing reviews, but decent enough. The week it opened at $9 million, then quickly dropped to $5.7 million and would slide very quickly by September. It was a pretty dead film. After these messages, we'll be right back. Aren't you smart to look for sweet, to look for pure, to look for great-tasting orange juice? And now you're smart to look for something new, Florida's seal of approval. Your guarantee that no matter how or where it's packaged, it's juice that meets Florida standards. Standards higher than those of the federal government. So to be sure the juice you pour has everything you're looking for, look for Florida's new seal of approval. Orange juice part. The summer sun is hot. This helps me keep my cool. So get a church's jug. Because you can't drink the pool. Just head on down to church's for a dollar ninety-nine. You get an igloo jug. For the good old summertime. Church's igloo jug, the coolest. Only a dollar ninety-nine with a family, super family, or large catfish order. Bring it back, we'll fill it free with Coke, iced tea, your choice. Every time you buy one of these orders. Supplies are going fast. Free refills are neat. Better go get yours. Over left out. Feel the heat. And now, back to the show. If you were looking for a movie that can act as inspiration, you could probably find a lot of other movies that are very inspiring. But if you're looking for inspiration in your life for things that you should do, ways to live your life, maybe try something different, maybe look to a film like Summer Rental. You might not be the type of person who likes to put yourself out there and get into strange adventures, but let me tell you, those are often the ways to make the best memories, and life is about memories, and how you trigger them, how you find them, that's up to you. I just hope that you're able to find inspiration everywhere, maybe even in a throwaway 1985 summer comedy starring an amazing actor and a great supporting cast. Thanks for listening to the show. For more retro fun, you can drop by the website at www.retroist.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at facebook.com slash retroist.com and twitter.com slash retroist. The music you hear on the show is by Peachy. If you have musical needs, you can email Peachy at peachy at retroist.com. Thanks to Metagirl for another great top five list. If you have feedback for Metagirl, you can email her at metagirl at retroist.com. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you have a great weekend.
Heard also has some great science fiction bona fides. Bona fides. This has been a retrospective production. Goodbye.